right, welcome to Awaken Soul Vibes. This is your host, April. This is our Halloween edition. I am a self-proclaimed sci-fi horror enthusiast. And then I have Nancy here. She is also a sci-fi enthusiast. She's um, a graphic artist over in New York. Would you introduce yourself, Nancy, to the uh, lovely uh, listeners? Of course. It's actually Nancy with a D, but it's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like April said, my name is Sandy. I am a designer and artist from Brooklyn, New York. And I myself am a sci-fi horror enthusiast. Not by choice. I was pushed into it, but I'm so glad because I, I've been hoarding all the sci-fi for the last couple of years. Okay, so my first question is, how did we connect on social media? Um, so April found me, I think, on Etsy, right? Right. Um, April purchased one of my Lovecraft stickers, and later we connected on Instagram uh, regarding an order. She, she continued to support my small business. Um, by purchasing Lovecraft stickers. And then we got talking about um, different shows and what Lovecraft meant to us. Yes. So I listened to, um, I revisited one of the episodes on the podcast because Lovecraft Country does have that podcast. I didn't even tune into it last year. So I wanted to revisit that one episode called Jigabobo. And right now I'm wearing the Diana costume that I put together. Um, I remember I had a nightmare that night when I watched that episode. Do you remember that episode, Nandy? (laughs) Uh, That episode is unforgettable, to say the least. Yes, I remember. Yes. So, okay. My second question is, what is your background? Sure. Um. So, nationality, um, my parents are Dominican. I had like a small stint in Puerto Rico when I was younger, but for the most part, I was raised here in Brooklyn. Um, but yeah, I identify as an Afro-Latina. Um, my dad has African roots and Haitian roots, and my mom is Dominican with French roots. So Beautiful, beautiful. What is your favorite sci-fi movie? Uh, I don't want to be cliche and say The Matrix, but The Matrix is definitely up there. Um, I think my favorite sci-fi story is actually a short story called Harrison Bergeron, mm-hmm. and I read it in junior high school, and I revisited it in college, and I think they made a movie, i never seen it, but I think they made a movie back in like the 40s or 50s on that um on that story and have you read it before Harrison Bergeron no uh uh-uh. uh what is it about so it's a future dystopia where um, everyone was finally equal but it meant that if you were more beautiful than average you had to wear things that made you ugly or if you were stronger than average then you would have to wear weights and these things called handicaps so that everyone's equal um and i don't want to give too much away but the main character harrison he 
they say like he must have been the most intelligent, most athletic, most handsome man because he wore the most hideous handicaps. Um, it's about his story of breaking through, and it's a short story. You can read it to your to your son before bed. I think it's probably like a 10, 15 minute read. Um, but it's it's a wonderful story. Sorry, I went on a rant. Oh no, that's fine. I mean, I'm all about it. So. Okay, my next question is for you. I did notice that you was what they call flewed out to LA to the uh, red carpet premiere of How Do They Harder They Fall? So, girl, come on. <laughs> How did that happen? Heart of a Fall was going to have an LA premiere. Mm-hmm. Um, it premiered at first at the London Film Festival. And um, it was actually open to, to fans on a couple different platforms and a, a, lot, a couple different contests. However, um, I was sent the link to register for the event and I was cleared. And oh. I, they don't tell you, they don't tell you that it's a red carpet. They don't tell you that Jay-Z is going to be there, that Beyonce is going to be there. They don't say that. They tell you, hey, this movie is screening. Are you interested in watching it? And I was like, hell yes. And when I showed up, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> um, the first person I noticed was Tina Knowles. And I was like, mm-hmm. that was cool. <laughs> so I was like, Beyonce and Jay-Z have to be around here somewhere. And yeah, the celebrities kept pouring in, and I was like, "Okay, we're here. We're at a red carpet event with the the big dog." Um, but it was a wonderful movie. I I was mostly I was just honored to to view it before everyone else did because that movie is dope. I was just talking about it on my face. No, not my Facebook. My Instagram about a month ago about Black Cowboys in the in the south and it's just ironic that jay-z is the producer of this project and we get to view it on netflix next month just kind of briefly because the listeners probably don't know what this movie is or what it's about but just kind of briefly tell us what it was about sure um so the heart of a fall is based on real characters that really existed who were really black um and it follows the story of Nat Cole and his gang and they're outlaws but they're like yeah, good guy outlaws or anything you're robbing that kind of um and it's basically a story of revenge and a story of love between these two gangs. I don't want to get too much away, mm-hmm. but it's Jonathan Majors. <laughs> How about I got to do a Q&A? Well, I, well, they had it to where they were like, oh, it's a Q&A with Jonathan Majors. This was in the summertime, but I presented like all my questions uh, to the producer for him and I got to experience him on, you know, the the, the private Q&A. And he gives off, like, really, like, what's the word I want to say? Kind of socially awkward vibes. And it's cute, though. I like it. He is. (laughs) I think he's a very humble, 
Hollywood persona about him at he, all. He, I don't he know didn't. Mm-mm. But from what I read in his interviews and what I've seen, um, you know, YouTube clips and stuff, he is so chill. I love him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he has, yeah, he has my son's birthday, I, my, my middle son, September 7th, so they're both Virgos. So I thought that was really neat. And I noticed when I joined the Lovecraft Country group on Facebook, the discussion group, you were already a member on there. I was like, so this is my girl right here. Like, this is my tribe. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, I Did you ever see the last black man in San Francisco? Yep. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I experienced Jonathan Majors. And when I seen his performance, I was like... Whatever he does, I'm watching. I don't care what it is. Um, and then HBO like released a Lovecraft Country trailer, and I was like, "That is my man, mm-hmm. Jonathan Majors is gonna be in this." And it's almost like the heart of the fall fell into like my lap. I was like, "Okay," I was like really excited about this like this wonderful cast of um, professionals. And I was like, I am flying to California to see it. Mm-hmm. I'm coming back in a day, but mm-hmm. it's totally and it was completely worth it. Yes, yes. Okay, well, what is your plans for Halloween? Any plans? So I'm doing a squid game, like the rest of America. <gasps> oh! <laughs> that is so fucking up as contestants and they're you know, the rest of the family is going to be, um, you know, the pink guys with the triangles and circles and the bad guys. Um, but we're going to Long Island to visit some family and I'm doing, you know, mother trick-or-treating stuff. I don't know what trouble I'll get into in the evening because there's a lot of trouble to get into in New York. So I'd probably go bar hopping later on. But mm-hmm. yeah, girl, I'm going to be a little contestant five, four, five, four. Oh my gosh, that is so hilarious. Oh my goodness gracious, girl. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Awaken Soul Vibes. You are our first special guest. Um, what is your social media handler page and how people can get in touch with you with all your, your fine art and the things that you have on your Etsy shop so they can get a hold of you? Sure. So, um, my personal page is at Finding Nandy. Nandy. So, Finding Dot Nandy. That's also my Twitter handle. Um, you can find me there. But if you want to browse and shop um, items, my Etsy is Salem65. Like Salem vibes all day, every day. Um, yeah, or you can simply just Google, um, finding Nandy and all the information will pop up on my Instagram. We're twinning right now with these braids, girl. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Well, have a happy Halloween. We're getting ready to wrap up October. We're in Scorpio season. What is your zodiac sign, Nandy? I'm a Pisces, March 14th. That's Einstein's birthday. Okay. Pisces queen over here. All right. Well, thank you and have a wonderful day and we'll be in touch. All right, April. Take care now. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.
finding nandy you guys look her up very talented design artist when i seen when i googled lovecraft country you know merchandise last year when i watched the show i wanted like some kind of merchandise and i couldn't really find any and she was the only one that came up and her etsy shop came up so that's that's how we connected and it just like how she explained i've been supporting her small business and shout out to her again she has a beautiful family be safe uh out there in new york for halloween andy okay all right and me and her had a conversation right after we got done recording we talked a little bit and she's good people so shout out to her since it's Halloween, I wanted to go ahead and um, just share some movies and TV shows that you guys can get into. It don't even have to be for Halloween, just in general. Some psychological thrillers, some horror, that kind of thing. So I watched this one called The Toll. That's T-O-L-L. It came out in 2020. It's an hour and 20 minutes long. A ride share driver, basically like an Uber driver, and a young woman encounter a supernatural being after their car breaks down on a dark forest road. So you guys check that film out. That is a psychological thriller. We have Chucky. They did a series out of it. There's been three episodes so far. It's basically his backstory. And then he's with some high school kid that's bullied a lot. And so they're kind of playing around with that whole thing. And, you know, in the original one, he tried to take the soul of that little boy. That little boy wasn't trying to have it. But in this situation, this kid is being bullied and taunted. Just a bunch of stuff that these kids are going through right now. And then you got all this stuff on social media. It's just basically the climate that we're in. And so uh, Chucky's an asshole. We all know that. So that's what makes it entertaining and we have the Halloween movie that just recently came out. You guys can watch on Peacock. It's been a lot of fake woke outrage saying that they wanted to cancel. They want to cancel Michael Myers for killing the gay couple. And he was not targeting the gay couple. Like Michael Myers was a killer. He killed his own sister when he was a child, when he was six years old in that home that the gay couple was living in. So it had nothing to do with the couple being gay. It was just the fact that he escaped out the crazy house like he always does in this small Illinois town. And he went on a killing spree. He goes back to his house and voila, there's people in his house. He didn't care if they was gay, straight, it didn't matter. So this fake woke stuff is 
annoying. <laughs> Just watch the old um, Michael Myers movies. Like that house has a lot of historical memories for Michael Myers. I really hope they don't bring it back anymore. Like, just leave it alone, leave it be. I know they're supposed to be doing another Matrix movie. Now, Matrix, when, when Nandy said the Matrix was like one of her favorite, it's up there, I have to agree on that. Like, that was a good choice for her to bring that up because a lot of people think about the Matrix movie as the blueprint to this world that we live in every single day and that it's just an illusion is it is deep it gets real deep and it, originally a black woman um wrote that movie so y'all can look that up if you don't believe me <laughs> but a lot of people know that already but i can't wait to see how they're gonna do a whole 2021 20, I think it's 2021 this year they're supposed to be having the new matrix that's coming out so that's gonna be real interesting to watch and when you watch the matrix you have to watch it in a way to where there's easter eggs easter eggs is like hidden things hidden knowledge hitting occult knowledge just get the the hidden uh messages that's in that and decode it um, a lot of people can't do that when they watch films and that's what I do normally when I watch some films like I have to watch it with the third eye okay we have creep show it's a new season that came out three years ago but they just wrapped up third season creep show basically came out in the 80s I believe Stephen King originated it it was a comic book and then it gave off that 90s vibe all the way in the 80s it gave that 90s vibe of um tales from the crypt but creep show came out first creep show it really it, it's some scary uh stories on those um revisit tales from the hood and then also horror horror nori or horror nor i believe that's how you pronounce it nor spelled n o i r e it's the original shutter documentary that um was put together by a, a black doctor that her mother was a, a civil rights activist and they were both um into horror movies and sci-fi and there's a bunch of um black actors black actresses in this um documentary these are the ones that that we known in the craft that's true uh, uh rachel true um the actor that plays the original candy man it's a lot of um different um, black actors and actresses that are in this project that just goes over like you know the evolution and their experiences in Hollywood being in these horror movies so the whole evolution of that I know the people under the stairs had a black kid in it and they're supposed to be it's supposed to be a remake coming up I believe Jordan Pell is behind that project okay and I also wanted to add to you guys that a lot of people don't probably celebrate Halloween 
Halloween is one of my favorite holidays. Um, growing up as a kid, I always loved the whole um, dressing up into a different character. See, basically, in a nutshell, the that they they that they say that the veil is thin and that the ancestors and even malicious ancestors are walking the planet on Halloween. Like the veil is that thin. And when you wear costumes, it tricks a lot of the malicious spirits that do come. And um, it also has a lot of New Orleans um, flair in it as well. You know, with the whole masquerade ball and dressing up, you know, a lot of Haitians, they have um, ho this holiday that they celebrate as well. I don't know the name of it. Please, guys, don't, 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 <laughs> do not drag me. I'm trying to think the name of, let me look it up right now. Haitian. Yes, and Haiti Voodoo celebrations takes back seat to Halloween. How does Haitian celebrate Halloween? Halloween in the traditional sense is not celebrated in Haiti. Many Caribbean countries forbid and altogether shun Halloween because they misunderstood Halloween as a celebration of devil worship. During Haiti, Haiti's Day of the Dead celebration homage is paid to bear Baron Samedi, who is the Vondun God of Death. And that is pronounced Vetgeti. Vetgeti is what they, um, the Haitians celebrate. Vetgeti is also a traditional Vondun feast which celebrates the, the um, lower spears of death and fertility. And then in Spain and Mexico, they celebrate the Day of the Dead. They celebrate their ancestors. So a lot of healing from grief and loss are celebrated um, during Halloween Day, November 1st, November 2nd. I believe the last day is the 3rd. So the Haitians... The, the uh, Spanish and the Mexicans, they all celebrate the ancestors, the rebirth, and the fertility. These things are not demonic. Things that you don't understand are not demonic, you guys. So please just be open-minded when you listen to this podcast. If you're coming in with, you know, a closed mind. I also would like to share my costume. My costume that I'm wearing is Diana. They call her D on the show. Freeman. That was her nickname, D. Her character was the youngest character on Lovecraft Country. And her um, her storyline really it really resonated and it hit home for me a lot because she had to deal with a lot of grief and a lot of loss in her life um kind of like pretty much by herself because of the adults they just didn't have their stuff all the way together 
and her mom, Hippolyta, she went missing. You know, her father, George, had died early on in the season. And this girl was going through the pig police harassing her, putting a curse on her. And the Emmett Till uh, character was her best friend. Emmett Till is a real story, but they implemented him in the story. The whole um, black trauma is real. It's a real true horror story in this country and that that show really touched my heart and it unpacked a lot of many different layers for me and this is why i want to you know dedicate this episode to uh lovecraft country and just the whole sci-fi nostalgia because i am going to be um going i'm going through a process of my creativity right now because I'm doing a lot of healing healing don't stop you guys don't say oh I healed already no because sometimes there's other layers there's other things that you weren't even aware of that might have triggered you you know like you could be mad about something but then you can sit there and be like why did I get mad and it could be something that had happened to you in class when you was a kid. The teacher might have been bullying you, pushing you to go on in front of the class to do something. And then like the whole class start laughing at you. Like childhood trauma is real. So childhood trauma needs to be unpacked so we can evolve as a, as a culture. Um, but that's just... It's an individual situation. Everybody's situation is not different. And so I wanted to shout out Artsy. It has been one year me and her um, connected. She reached out to me on Instagram. It's been um, about a year ago and I was a guest for, a special guest for her Halloween edition. And the, the topic was about animal totems. You know, basically your, anim, your, your spirit animal. And there was two other guys that were on and it was me and it was her and there was some other guests on there and we was chopping it up having some deep conversations about basically the nature and the climate of everything that's going on right now so shout out to artsy and the soul soul group family i um did a lot of different um healing uh metaphysical work in that group especially with artsy artsy has really um you know stepped stepped up and you know helped me out and with the you know whole childhood traumas like i i remember crying one night when we were you know addressing some of the stuff that we all had to deal with as kids and the ancestor healing like this ancestor healing stuff is real you guys that's why we talk about it so much on this show and mental health because it's a real thing that we all have to deal with in our own individual ways you can distract yourself all you want but it's gonna always be there and then so with the whole topsy and bopsy D was was being chased by the Topsy and Bobsy twins. That was the the menstrual characters, the stereotypes that little girls around that era and even still to this day that have to deal with, like some ugly things that we have to deal with. 
you know, Malcolm, Malcolm X, he stated it like the most disrespected woman on this planet is the black woman, period. That's the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help me God, you know, we have to protect our black children, protect our black women. You know, we have to set boundaries as women, but we also have to address the childhood traumas. Like our parents, parents, parents didn't have it all the way together. Yeah, we was clothed, we was fed, we had a roof over our head and went to school and things of that nature, but they were dealing with stuff too, you know? Especially our grandparents. My grandparents went through the whole Jim Crow era. When I went to high school, that high school I went to in Mississippi was an all-white high school. My junior high that I went to was a was um, when I say used to, I mean in past tense. When you when you move into different cities or when you live in different cities, you have to do the research on those cities and those towns that you lived in. Like the town I lived in, it was segregated. So that that stench is still in the air. It's very in much in engraved in our history. So this episode is about rebirth as well. Like, yeah, we could talk about all the things that the white man did to us and the things that us black people need to face and get over and we need to heal and we need to do this, that, and the third. But we also need to look towards the future and make a plan for the future for our for these children. Our children need our help. Our children need our protection. So everyone have a great and safe Halloween. Um, bear with me. This is my fourth episode with Awakened Soul Vibes as your host. And we're going to be discussing more topics in the months ahead with our co-host, Sunshine Awakes. That's Andrea. Manifest Coolness. That's Ashley. We're looking for any um, chefs right now that's willing to come on. A chef that's willing to come on and share some healthy recipes for us. Because it's getting ready to be crock pot season. And then I would love to have a homeschool mother on somebody that can go over like the whole homeschooling thing like the homeschooling thing is very real right now you know a lot of parents are pulling their kids out of school um in a lot of these bigger cities because a lot of these bigger cities are impacted a lot by this whole covid thing and i don't want to speak too much on that because i don't want to get censored I don't want to be getting any emails from Anchor or Spotify. So I want everyone to, like I mentioned, to be safe and tap in with you guys again. Peace. Peace.